In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, don't be an ass. Honey. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, the Q Dog, a.k.a. for a while, the Q Diggity Dog. I don't even know what the Diggity stands for, but it felt good to say it. But today I will be just merely the Q Dog in the Moran Family Studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie. Honey, it's great to have you here. Am I ever anywhere else? Yeah. I mean, what kind of question is that? I'm always here. In a metaphorical sense, because... No, in this particular building, I am always here. <laughs> well, since we've done a show on not winning or losing arguments, I won't argue with you there. But I could present some facts that would be contrary to the statement you made. Babe, don't Moving be on. an ass. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Let's get to today's topic of don't be an ass, dot, 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 which is not being an assumer. Okay, I didn't say consumer. Don't be an assumer. Because when you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. I learned that in algebra. That's a lot of long, long year. Yeah, long time ago. Algebra? Yeah. My um it was my algebra teacher that taught me wow, that. Wow. I learned it from my English teacher because we were learning how to spell words. Oh. Well that was probably a lot earlier you know, probably much earlier than I learned it. In 10th grade. Anyway, let's get into it. Not being an assumer. Boy, do you ever jump to conclusions only to find out that what you assumed you knew wasn't actually the case? Now, the fact is, is that we assume many, 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 many things. Many things in life. I would say the majority of those, if you had to keep track aren't necessarily the case or what you think it is exactly. And when you are going to assume things rather than discover what the truth is, you kind of set yourself up for failure. There are times where you have to assess, uh, but assuming is not your friend because what that does is it leads to unneeded frustration. It can lead you to overreact. It can cause you to be silent about things that you might normally speak up about. I know that because there are times where I've assumed Jeannie felt a certain way about a certain subject, and I was like, what does it even matter? Why do I even care? I know how she feels about this situation, We've talked about it in the past. And right there, I haven't given my wife any room to grow. Take this particular episode we started with. <laughs> I wanted her to start out the show. And, you know, and t if I was assuming, I would have just said, ah, forget it. I'll just do it myself. But she likes to curse. And that was pretty close to a curse word, I would say. So I gave her, maybe if there was no cuss word in there, she wouldn't have had the incentive to do it. 
I don't know. I'm assuming that. Well, maybe. There is some fun in being able to sit across from you and tell you not to be an ass. But <laughs> Well, you've had plenty of reasons to tell me not to be. But you've also had reasons to laugh at it when I have been. True. Anyway, you may not necessarily express a particular <laughs> desire to your spouse or other people because you might assume you know how they feel. And I know a lot of times for me, I'll go off of, historically, this is how you've acted, so I'm not going to broach this subject. But when I've done that, it has caused a lot of frustration within me because then I feel like I ain't got a voice in what we're talking about. And there's a couple of the things that that can lead to. That can cause me to shut down, or if I'm assuming something about you, honey, and I treat you a certain way, that could cause you to shut down. Oh, yeah, real fast. And that's not fair to you. And then it can, once you begin to shut down, that creates areas of separation. And once you start to get separating, you know, areas of separation in your relationship, that can lead to a whole nother ball of wax, which is you being disappointed. And when you get disappointed, mm, there's another little um, path that that disappointment will take. Because it turns into resentment, and resentment will turn into bitterness. So, I mean, this thing, this can be as simple as don't assume blah. But I'm telling you, when you get deep in the weeds in your marriage and conversations and things you're talking about, the worst thing you can do you can do is assume something about your spouse or assume a reaction about your spouse. So here's the thing: oftentimes, when you talk about assuming, everybody automatically goes to the negative. You're, you're assuming bad things about your spouse. You're assuming bad reactions. Okay. That can be true, but just to kind of put it on a level that everybody seems to be happy about or enjoy, Quincy and I had an, a very hard conversation about our sex life not long ago. And we both had assumptions on what the other person was going to think about or feel when we said, you know what, I think we should try this, or this interests me, because of our background and what we've been taught previously growing up in parent conversations or non-existent conversations and what have you, there are certain things that others might consider to be taboo or wrong or however you want to put it. But for us... It was like, well, do I say this? Do I not say this? I mean, I'm interested in it. And if it turns out good, it's going to be good for both of us. Right. But if I don't mention it and it's something that I'm really considering would be beneficial to both of us, am I selling myself and you short or am I just being, I'm going to be the martyr and I'm just going to let it go and don't worry about it. Trust me, the conversation was not easy, but we were both wrong in what we assumed. (laughs) We were both way wrong in what we assumed because we were both on the same page. We just didn't know how to talk about it. Yeah, that's that is very fair. And there, you know, sex for whatever reason in our relationship and maybe other people are just way more free and have all the right things were done. Their parents, you know, taught them about sex. They never had a. You know, I think uh, most people just rebelled and went and figured it out for themselves. I mean, that's probably, <laughs> that's assuming too, but you, you know, that, that may be true. But the thing, the fact is, is for us in our relationship, maybe you had some certain assumptions about me because even though you know me well, you've known me a long time, you still know that I come from a very... We both come from a fear-based 
background. There's a fear-based, you know, background, but there's also a very conservative side to some of, you know, my own principles. So there were things that maybe you were assuming about me that, you know, it, I I don't know. Even so, stuff as simple as lingerie. Now, I'm here to tell you that both of us were in agreement very distinctly that we're not inviting anybody else into our bedroom. No. So I don't want you to get the idea. Don't share. No. I don't, uh -uh. I don't want you to get the idea. If that's for you, that's for you. But it's not, for, it's not for us. But I don't want you to get the idea that, you know, we're throwing it out there that, you know, we were going down that path. I don't know why I felt compelled to say that. Anyway. Please I wanna, do not send feedback or offers. I guess I'm... Uh, Assuming you're going to assume something, and I shouldn't have been assuming that, so I made an ass out of myself on the podcast. You are protecting me, and that's the important part. Sure. I, hey, that's my life. <laughs> so here is a list of things that we've been guilty of assuming. And by we, I mean me, but I know Jeannie's done it too. So if it's in arguments, date night, food, sex, clothing, touching, Cuddling. Um, okay, I couldn't read my own writing there. Um, you can so those are some of the the topics there. And I think what this does is with just that small handful of topics, you can think about your relationship and maybe some of the things you assume about your wife. Heck, you might even have some misconceptions assuming how you react to a certain situation. Dude, flip the coin. When you have a bad day at work and I haven't talked to you all day because you're so busy, things are hectic, I have no idea what's going on, and you come home and you're mad, and that's not normally your your deal. Usually you try to drop everything at the door when you come home. I will automatically, it, it's a default switch. What did I do? Because he's not talking to me today. He's not texting me, and he's pissed. Though, though it's an automatic thing and it's nobody's fault. It's just something that I learned way, way, way back. Because usually I would bug the crap out of him while he was at work. So by the time he got home, he was irritated. <laughs> but I, it's just an automatic default. If we don't know what's going on, we, we just go to that assumption of did I do something? How can I help? Do I need to apologize? We start running through our head of all the things that we could have been doing or maybe we did and then come to find out it was so simple as, you know, some idiot pissed you off at work today and you're just trying to shake it. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing that comes with an assumption is that if it goes unchallenged or unfounded or unproven, you can actually convince yourself that that assumption is true. And that can open up a whole, you know, another ball of wax, mm -hmm. if so to speak. So look at these topics, arguing. We've taught you about how to argue with your spouse and how to fight for what is right. How not to pre, you know, have the conversation. No pregame on the conversation. Oh, she says this, I'll say that. When she says this, I'll say this. And then I'll remind her of that thing that happened like five or six years ago that I'm still not letting her live down because I'm still upset about it. Wow, you are being an ass. What was that all about? Well, if they're holding on to something for that many years... Honey, that was that was an example. You know, I'm just kind of throwing... I'm, I'm just I'm telling riffing. you, the person in your example is an ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Well, that was you and me. (laughs) That was you and me years ago. Um, So you've got that. So when it comes to arguing, you don't want to assume you know because what you're doing is you're limiting your spouse in their ability to actually be a human being. Because over time, yeah, some things people just get set in their ways more and more. But we do actually have an ability to grow. You yourself, dude, have an ability to grow. So I'm saying, when it comes to arguing, try not to assume. Ask questions and then listen. When it comes to date night, which was a big deal for Jeannie and I, I assumed that Jeannie just wanted to get out of the house. She left it up to me. So I assumed she'd want to do what I wanted to do, which is I talk all day at work. Why do I want to go sit and talk more at dinner when I could go to a movie, be entertained, not have to talk or think very much? But that's not what she wanted. That was my plan. I assumed it was cool. It wasn't ill. It's not like any ill intentions. No. But when it finally came out, it was a valuable lesson for me to say, well, why don't I ask you what you like to do? And don't wait to five minutes before it's time to leave because then you get in an argument when you leave for the day. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? What do you, uh, 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 what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And then you just start your date off on an argument. Um, but those are opportunities for you to grow in your relationship. Seems so simple, but it's been such a big game changer for us. When it comes to food. When it comes to sex, when it comes to clothing, when it comes to touching, when it comes to cuddling, you can assume things or you can gather intel and then start doing things on purpose instead of assuming you know what she likes and what she doesn't like. I have coined this phrase, just give me the playbook. Give me the playbook. And there is, I believe there's a lot of opportunity um, to spice things up. Even when you have the playbook, you don't necessarily know what play I'm going to call. But I do know what you like, and then I can do more of that. And there's still spontaneity in that as well, because we're doing what you like. And then once in a while, we can discuss trying other things. I just don't assume this is all you ever want to do. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Good. So you want to refrain from assuming in some of these very vital categories because you might be shutting your partner out. And that is not the goal. Whatever you're doing, you want to do it on purpose. So make it a point to get to know your wife better in some of these areas. I'm not asking you to interrogate her. But what I am asking you to do is be a bit more observant and ask questions. Oh, you like that? Tell me why. Or do you like this? Or tell me why you like this. Jeannie and I go out on the road. (laughs) At least we used to. Um, And we'll we'll get on, we'll go out on these getaways. (laughs) And then what we'll do is we will spend time talking. And that's where the magic happens for us. Where does the magic happen for you when it comes to meaningful conversation? And that is where you can plan these things, say, I'd like to talk about this, or how do you feel about that, or how was that? I like the feedback for when things are good. 
because I'm a words of affirmation guy. No matter where it's at on the list, I still appreciate that. And it makes me want to do more. So we create a cycle here. It's a success cycle. And I want that for you. So from now on, what I'm asking you to do, if you've been running on assumptions in any of these areas, or even areas that we're not even discussing, it's time to stop being an ass. Sumer. It just feels weird me saying that. I feel like I'm, I'm just really getting away with something there. Aw, I'm so proud of you. Thanks, honey. <laughs> I assumed you would say that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Any parting thoughts? I mean, this is a, it's a simple yet it's a powerful episode because me not assuming how you're going to respond has really helped me actually build my trust in you that I can ask you something that's difficult. Yeah, because I think that's something that um, happens when you build a habit of assuming things, then you you actually break down the wall of trust because you've convinced yourself that when I say this or when I tell her about this or when I go buy this, this is what she's going to do. This is what she's going to say. And you're anticipating basically war. Like you're, you're anticipating to get shots fired when you get home after you've done or said whatever it is. And like I said, depending on the situation, nine times out of 10, it's wrong. For us, we found that it's completely been backwards on a lot of stuff. You know, when when um, we've gone over some of our likes and dislikes and dating and, and different things like that, it, it's been eye-opening to realize, okay, so I like conversation. He likes movies. I like movies too, but I don't like them all the time. But if we were to drive 45 minutes to the next town and go to their movie theater, I get 45 minutes of quality conversation, and then we get to go in and watch a movie. And then we get 45 minutes on the drive home for more quality conversation before we come home and go back to life. There are ways to bring those things out and find your compromise where you're both getting what you need, but if you're assuming that she's just going to want to go to dinner and talk, and that's not your thing. You've already put up a block. You get what I'm saying? You're, yeah. You're, you're already putting it up in your head. Oh, she's going to want to do this. And I'm going to have to sit there and listen to all the stuff from the day. And then she's going to talk about this. And you, you start amping yourself up for something. And instead of enjoying the time with your spouse, you're actually kind of regretting that you're going to have to do it. That might be the mind frame. And it helped me greatly when I saw the difference in you when we did go, because I do like to talk. You know, I do, thank God I like to talk because I got so many girls. Mm. Um, But I do like to talk. I enjoy talking. I enjoy talking to you. It was just not my, you know, most favorite, my favorite idea of what to do after a long day's work. But in the same respect, when I saw how me intentionally giving you my attention and, you know, getting consumed with whatever conversation it was that you want to have because that quality time meant so much to you, it actually changed me in, in, in not so many ways and in no uncertain terms to say, this makes her happy. She feels good. And I feel good making her feel good. 
And so that actually helped me a lot to see how happy you were to sit there and watch you do your little happy dance when your food comes out. The way you <laughs> eat your salad a particular way is you scrape, scrape, scrape. Stop poke, it. Poke, poke, <laughs> you know, and then it gave me the opportunity to learn more about you, to let and for us to connect there. So my assumption, although it wasn't, you know, from a negative place, um, I was just doing what I knew to do and not really doing things on purpose for that particular example. So knowing that it was quality time, we're not really getting quality time at a movie because we're not connecting. Mm -hmm. We're vegging. And that was something that I didn't really consider. Escapism. So (laughs) when you're in a house all day with kids, you don't get grown-up conversation. And you're looking for time to connect, and you want to connect with me. So that actually turned me around. And I know we've gotten far off the you know, the path here, but I, I just <clears throat> thought it was important to kind of chase that whole situation down because it was a, a part where I I think I just even unknowingly assumed. You just be, I assumed she'd just be happy to get out of the house. We yeah. don't. And that's not necessarily the case. And that's why I'm glad that I've started doing things on purpose um, because it makes our connection deeper. And some Mm -hmm. things are a swing and a miss, but some things hit. And I, I mean, even just quickly, I never really even thought about the way that I come home and I greet you. You know, I I didn't even really pay attention to the pattern that that was there. Now I do it on purpose. Mm -hmm. But... You don't have to assume what's going to make your wife feel special when you come home. You can actually talk through it and then the next day run the game. And if that is, if it works and it makes her feel good, you do that. Yeah. When you, when we have those conversations, rather than kind of assuming that it's not a big deal, we change the standard. Mm -hmm. The kids noticed it. And now it's just a known fact in the house mom's first when dad comes home when a decision needs to be made when um you know we're trying to decide what's best for our house or what rules need to be changed it always dad always defers to mom first what's going to be best for mom and then it trickles down from there when he comes home mom gets the first kiss the kids fight for it they cheese they tease about it but they try to sneak them in there every once in a while it it's the rule Mom gets the first kiss. I get the first hug. But listening to our teenage kids come back and say, we're relationship goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the way that daddy loves you. I love watching daddy take care of you. That's what we're doing it for. It's it's enhancing our marriage, but it's setting them up for what they're going to eventually be into. And that's that's really what it amounts to at this point. You not assuming what I need and asking me, me not assuming what you're going through or what you're thinking and actually asking you, that that makes all the change in the world. Mm-hmm. It does. And it did. And it does daily. And if there's anything out of the ordinary, we can get caught in assuming that it's something about us being egocentric. Or we can just go and ask and say, hey, is everything cool? 
Yeah, it opens you up more to to tell each other things, too. Because if I'm not assuming that you're going to say the worst or feel the worst, I'm a little more apt to tell you what's going on. Yeah. And I know there may be a group of you dudes out there right now saying, the next time I assume something and it's right, I'm going to send Quincy an email and tell him I was right. And I'll say, you know what? We are all right sometimes when it comes to assuming. So is the clock twice a day. But don't. Are you saying a broken clock? Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, broken... no. Any clock is right twice a day. It's got to be six o'clock twice a day. If it's a broken clock, then it's right twice a day because it's stuck on six. But if it's a clock, it better be right if it's working properly to be right when you look at it. Nope. Okay. You're not taking <laughs> it, are him, you? Look at him. <laughs> You're not taking it, are you? <laughs> nope. Okay. Well. Um, I'm going to be right. Yeah. <laughs> You be right on that. You I get d- to be right and you get to be the ass. You swim in all that buffoonery. <laughs> you look so cute doing it. I'm so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, there you go. Don't be an ass, boys. Stop assuming. It's different than assessing. But this is another wonderful episode, and thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. I really appreciate y'all listening. And uh, we hope you find value in it. And if you're still listening, trip on over. Give us a rating and a review. And make sure it's awesome. And we'll give you a shout out. She's Jeannie Moran. I'm Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Q Dog. And this is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose. For a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Merit, the 